It's time to cover all things Catholic in the heart of South and Central Texas. Live from the studios of the Guadalupe Radio Network, get ready to rise and walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. And folks, here we go again. What a beautiful day. What a new, great week. Uh, so many things are taking place, and I'm glad that we are back here with you. God bless you all. And thank you for joining Julie and I on this edition of Rise and Walk. Julie, how are you doing today? We're doing beautifully today. It's a sunny, really hot day. In fact, my daughter Stella showed us the um, the forecast, and it's going to be extremely, brutally hot all week long <laughs> oh, no. in this area of Texas. So <laughs> it might be pretty hot this week. So, But we're doing well. God blessed us with a beautiful weekend, and we're back at it again. You're Amen. on Rising Watch. Amen. Yeah. So, so I want to make sure uh, folks grasp. Uh, I'm actually pretty, quite excited about today's show, and I keep going back and forth. Uh, we we pray first. Uh, we talk about about the show back and forth. Let, let's pray first, then we can just let loose Absolutely. and talk about what, what we're going to be uh, going over today. So, if you all will please join us uh, in the name of the Father and of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. This is a very powerful consecration to the precious blood of Jesus Christ. O precious blood of Jesus, through the immaculate heart of Mary, her immaculate conception, and Saint Joseph, I consecrate myself and all the days of my life to your love and worship. I place myself and my loved ones in a special manner under your powerful protection, begging that your blessing may always rest upon us. Most precious blood, be our light in darkness, our strength in temptation, our consolation in sorrow, our passport to heaven, and the eternal object of our praise and love. Amen. Amen. Our Lady Guadalupe, pray, pray for us. St. Joseph, terror of demons, pray, pray for us. St. Anthony the Padua, pray for us. And St. Maria Goretti, pray, pray for, for us. us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> Amen. Amen. Wow. Now, Julie, uh, you know, our list, some of our listeners may not grasp um, uh, the month of July is dedicated to the precious blood the of precious Jesus. The precious blood of Jesus. I and mean, it's you know what's really fun about being Catholic, and I like to say this all the time, is that there is always something to celebrate in the Catholic Church. Every day is a feast, a solemnity. There's something beautiful to mark. There's some liturgical significance. There's something going on in the faith and the church and it's absolutely glorious to follow it. So if you remember, last month was devoted to the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it's perfectly fitting that July be dedicated to the Precious Blood of Jesus. And the church designated uh, July 1st um, as the, the Feast of the Sacred Heart of Jesus uh, in time memorial. And, memorial, and it just as was more joined into the Feast of the Corpus Christi of the Body, Blood, Soul, and Divinity of Jesus because it's just all incorporated. So what's really awesome is that we have the whole month dedicated to the precious blood of Jesus. And I can tell you, I've met many people in our lifetime of growing up in our in our faith who are very, very devoted to the precious blood of Jesus. And so we're going to talk about that topic today because there's a million ways to talk about it. And the beauty of devotion to the sick, to the precious blood, blood of I keep Jesus. doing the same thing. You know, with <laughs> Father Ed Hoff being, of course, our guest, our resident expert, uh, we didn't realize how much of an expert uh, on yes, the precious blood Yes, he was quite Jesus. excited to hear that we were going to talk about it today, so it's pretty awesome. <laughs> so uh, right as we um, come back from the break, we're going to bring Father Ed on, but I want to make sure and touch on a few things that are going on uh, around the Archdiocese, uh, just to get everybody up to speed. Uh, Sanctus Ranch, uh, you know, you, Julie and I, we, you know, we uh, interviewed Dan, oh, Dave, Dan. Seventy. It's the seventies. That's what I'm. Yeah, very sure. cool that last say. name. Yeah, and uh, talking all about Sanctus Ranch, the wonderful retreat center mm-hmm. out in the Pipe Creek area on the way to Bandera, mm-hmm. and the wonderful work that they're doing. Uh, it was great. And then uh, you know they're struggling because, of course, with all the COVID nineteen stuff that's going on, mm-hmm. you know their retreats have gone down to zero. Wow. Because you know, so, so how, I'm not, how do you do a retreat uh, <clears throat> with social distancing? Six, yeah, I mean, it's just. I, I guess it's. Yeah possible but it just it takes it it's a different dynamic and so sure. it's been quite challenging for them so i want to make sure we mention them <laughs> to you all you can find them on facebook and find you know just search for sanctus ranch uh online i'm sure the website is something like sanctusranch.com or, or i'll get it before we get done with the show um but they had a they have a, an event this coming thursday evening um <clears> there it's a praise and worship event it's going to be a live event in person again they're practicing the social distancing part of it right. as well 
uh, but it'll also be live streamed in case anybody wants to participate that way as well. Again, more information for sure on their on their um, Facebook page, and you can uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll direct you to their website if you need to sign up for it that way, whatever it is. But please, uh, folks, uh, uh, register for it, share it with your friends, get it all over the uh, Facebook, and make sure that everybody knows what's going on. Uh, there with Sanctus Ranch and the 70 family and uh, see what we can uh, do to help them out. You know, it's really interesting in this day and age of COVID and all this crazy stuff that's going on. I am I am amazed at people's ingenuity on how you can have an event virtually or um, make arrangements so that you can follow all the uh, protocol and still be able to do things. So it takes an imaginative and creative person to continue to pursue being faithful and, and hopefully attending things when you can um, in this day and age. So I, I admire their willingness to try very hard to well, do yeah, that. I remember loving their interview because uh, uh, the 70s just have a way, you know, his wife was, was is a cook. Yeah, and I really liked that it. it was a family, a very much a family affair, and we learned a lot about them and, and how, I mean, the, the husband and wife team, their marriage is growing through it, and then their children are participating and it sounds like a beautiful endeavor. So. It does, it does. So, folks, again, this coming Thursday, I'm going to do the math today. It's the 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, the 9th, July 9th, which I think <laughs> uh, that's, 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 is that Mario's birthday? I think it's Mario's birthday. Oh, really? Don't wow. tell him, don't tell him we mentioned Don't tell that. anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's and then Joe, oh, Joe, big old Joe, uh, <laughs> Sloppy Joe, big Joe, you know, we all know Joe, Joe McClain. Sloppy Joe, Sloppy uh, Joe's are delicious. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, uh, <laughs> Joe, maybe not too much, but uh, his, his birthday's tomorrow. <laughs> his birthday? Are you yes, serious? Wow, yes. we'll have to let's, blast let's him on Facebook. Him. He's the GM for I the Houston station. Plenty of photos to blast it on. He's on fantastic. Well, so. God bless him. Okay, so I know to tuck him in our rosary today and That's tomorrow. Right. Absolutely. Amen, amen. Uh, but I really want to mention this part uh, during our opening session here. Uh, Fullness of Truth Catholic Evangelization Ministries is coming back to San Antonio. It's the best conference we attend. And I'm telling you, we attend a lot of awesome conferences but Fullness of Truth is by far the most tremendous. Yes, yes, and I, and and we love this conference. It's yeah. so awesome. Now, now, it's being scheduled for August 21st, 22nd, and 23rd at the Hyatt Hill Country Resort, as it has been over the past several years. Uh-huh. Um, and there's some friends of ours coming to this one. Uh, obviously, Father Ken Geraci, we Ooh. know him and love him very well, of the Fathers <laughs> of Mercy. You know, uh, he's going to be our keynote speaker for our Fishers of Men event in April Fabulous. 2021. We weren't able to have it this I year. I know. And uh, another uh, good friend of ours, I don't think we can say that, uh, Jesse Romero. Jesse, yeah. I can't wait to see Jesse in person because I've been listening to him and he is fantastic. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to talking with him and Anita. Yes. I hope he brings Anita, his I, wife. I'm sure he will. I'm sure Absolutely. he will. And his little book, you know, again, I'm still not done with it. And I was a little bit Ooh, about I that. I love thing. that book. It's fantastic. It's, uh, the, the Devil in the City of Angels. Oh, my goodness. And it's got it's, a several... Read li- it. Read it in the light of day. Yes. I mean, I, I, I don't read it at night. It's very, it's very <laughs> descriptive. Copy oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very descriptive. And I'll tell you what. I often tell you this when I'm reading a book by an author whose voice I've heard a lot of, whether it's Scott Hahn or Ralph Martin or just anybody fantastic, and I'm reading their book, I can I'm reading the book and I can hear them reading it in yep. my head. Yep. So here I am reading Jesse's fantastic book, and I can hear Jesse read his voice and he's telling the stories. It's a fantastic book, so you'll want to go hear him because I'm sure he'll talk about that yeah. book and and many other things he does. And we will at the be conference. yeah, we're going to be interviewing them uh, before they come to the conference. Yay. Do our very best to promote the conference and Absolutely. get everybody fired up about these individuals. But Jesse, yeah. Jesse. Oh yeah, Jesse rocks. He's awesome. He's cool. Yes, I, 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 again, I get excited about this stuff, folks. You know, I love what I do, and when it's I talk great. to these people. And then Father Donald Callaway. I think Yay! people have heard of him. Yes. Well, I think why I know who he is. I may <laughs> recall someone vaguely <laughs> named Callaway. Yes, he's fantastic. I can't wait to see him again. Yes, and I'm sure he'll be promoting his uh, the Saint Joseph consecration, consecration and, and all that wonderful stuff that he's been uh, doing with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception. And he Conception. just had his birthday last week, so yes, he everyone did. was posting pictures with him. I don't know if you posted a picture, but I posted a picture with I him. Very excited to have him as a friend, and God bless him for all his hard work in the vineyards. Amen, amen. And, of course, Mark Hart, the Bible geek and and executive vice president of Life Teen International, as well as um, Haley Lord, um, who has got a show on Sirius XM, Annie Hickman, many of us have heard of Annie before. And then, of course, the concert that always kicks it all off on Friday night will will be the Tony Melendez Band with one of our local favorites here, um, Taylor Trippity. Uh, will be out there wow. as well. So it's going to be great. Go to fullnessoftruth.org. 
Uh, you can find them on Facebook as right. well. Get your tickets in advance. And then the room rates, of course, you can imagine are a lot, lot less than they've been in bazillions of years. Really? Um, okay. Yeah. That's so good to know. get on out there. Of course, Guadalupe Radio Network will have a table out there. Absolutely. I tell you what, if, if you've never heard, and I know a lot of people who have never heard of this conference, and it's been, how many years <laughs> has it been coming to San Antonio? Well, but it's since back um, when it was at the Municipal Auditorium, back 2005, 2006. Golly, yeah. Yeah, it's been a, a while. And it's incredible and what's great about it is and the reason why we love it so much is that it's a family conference so if you want to be surrounded if you say oh my goodness in my job and in my in my neighborhood i don't have a lot of families we don't have a lot of families that we can relate to we're struggling towards holiness we're trying very hard to live our catholic faith i don't really know that many people who are trying really sincerely <laughs> you will go to this conference and be surrounded by families galore you see 2500 3000 people who in the big ballroom fire for yeah. living their catholic faith as husbands and wives and daughters and sons and you'll be surrounded by beautiful Catholic art, beautiful books, beautiful speakers, fantastic opportunities to learn. And these people really want to grow, really want to grow in knowledge and love of Jesus Christ and his holy Catholic Church. If you want to be surrounded by awesomeness, you have to go to this conference. It's fantastic. I'm thinking you want people to, oh, the, 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 I forgot the theme, <laughs> the title of it, Radical Discipleship, Evangelization Radical. in the Real World. So, wow. boom. And we currently have His Excellency Archbishop Gustavo uh, slated to celebrate Holy Mass on, Fantastic. I believe, it's Sunday oh morning. Goodness. So it's going to be a really, yes. really awesome conference. Oh, wow. Folks, That's great. Um, get in there early. Get there. And um, I think they have some special, uh, what do you call the, the, the people that sit in front? Um, oh, like reserved. Yeah, like, reserved. Uh, saying, a special designation yes, yes. for a special kind of ticket, right? You have yes. to. You have to sign up for that, and it's fantastic because they get I you mean, got front it. row. It's fantastic. So, so, you get to, so there's did a quick I say update. Fantastic? I yes, said fantastic. you said fantastic. I say beautiful. You say fantastic. <laughs> I'm great with that. As long as I can pick on you. You about cannot that. waste that word. Ah, it's okay. very, very good. Very well, good. Well, folks, uh, that's going to be what our show's going to be about. We're going to take a short break. Don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back with Father Ed Hoff. Back to this. Stay tuned for more Rise and Walk here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. The 2020 San Antonio Family Association's 9th Annual Charity Dove Hunt Fundraiser is scheduled for Tuesday, September 1st, and then again for Saturday, September 5th. Capping off the hunt on Saturday will be the benefit dinner with guest speaker Father Mitch Paqua of EWTN Live and Open Line of Guadalupe Radio Network. For more information, visit the website and Facebook pages for the San Antonio Family Association. You're listening to Rise and Walk with my dad and mom, Richard and Julie Reyna. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. We're hiring. Guadalupe Radio Network has an opening for a general manager of our West Texas and New Mexico operations based out of our flagship station in Midland. It's a wonderful opportunity for a mission-focused, faithful Catholic to join an apostolate dedicated to spreading the Catholic faith by the means of radio. Bilingual is required. Send your cover letter and resume to careers at grnonline.com. Careers at grnonline.com. Hey, can you guys give me a little help? I need some repairs. Hey, we gotta clean the spark plugs. Get the tool. You check the battery, you check the tires. What are you gonna check? I'm gonna check you guys. Right, right, right. What happened? It's murder, it's arson. Let's get out of here. Hey, Carly, come on! Before you spend too much more money on your car or let these guys get a hold of it, consider donating it to the Guadalupe Radio Network. Call 1-888-636-6422 or go to grnonline.com and click on the vehicle donation link to donate your car, boat, or RV. You might save more than money, and it won't be near as dangerous as working with the Three Stooges. (laughs) The number is 1-888-636-6422, and the website is grnonline.com. Now, back to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie. 
And just like that, folks, we are back here with more uh, the Guadalupe. Radio. What was that? I, I was like, did we get the wrong one? <laughs> We're giggling because I'm like, is that the Three Stooges oh, on this segment right before? <laughs> and you know, people, I just don't realize that I, I actually love the Three Stooges. I know. We know in our family. <laughs> no, no, no. You if know, y'all can see me on Facebook, I'm rolling my eyes because it's something that he's gotten our kids into. And they absolutely love to watch. Well, maybe not the older ones so much anymore, but they're so silly that it's hilarious. And I, I like to watch Richard. Enjoying it because it's good. Not necessarily. I like to watch me enjoying it too. So, <laughs> amen. All right. So again, just want to make sure. Um, uh, it is a Dan seventy did send me something. It is sanctusranch.com. Awesome. Or you can find them on Facebook at Sanctus Ranch. Folks, let's make it really, really, really packed uh, event. So please get on out there. I'm sure they'd love it. And then of course we want to wish a happy anniversary too. Yeah, to Christy and Bernardo Ortegon, our sweet friends. We love them so much. We are godparents to their sweetest little one, Luciano, and we love all their babies and we love them and they're a good and holy couple. So we ask God to bless them on their wedding anniversary. I think it's 12 years, he said on Facebook. So God bless you and happy anniversary. Amen. Amen. Uh, but getting to today's topic and today's awesome, awesome guest, Father Ed Hoff. <laughs> he's uh, levitating right to my uh, left sh- right here. Don't so. say that. He's on camera. They <laughs> we can were see remarking him. that he walked Remember in so that quietly that we couldn't process. hear him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we thought, oh, he must be levitating. That's true. Studio. All this is going to be used during the canonization process. For oh, Father Ed is that right? <laughs> okay, so we'll make sure and document everything. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Father Ed Hoff. Uh, how have you been, Father? Busy, uh, uh-huh. actually. Strangely enough, of, after that time of just nothing, mm-hmm. you know, because we weren't seeing people in the office or anything. Are you for really a while. picking up pace? Yeah. And, oh wow. Between television shows and between this and and, and doing that, yeah, we're starting back and uh, heavy stuff. Wow, wow. Well, see, you know what? Let's get this plug in first at the beginning. You mentioned television show. Tell us about that. What's going on? What's yeah, going I, on, Father? Uh, <laughs> the Archdiocese has asked me to present a new program. Uh, and uh, they didn't tell me what to do or what to do with it. Kind of like us. You just walked in we said, hey, Father, can you talk about this? And he's like, "Uh, well, I wish I would have known. (laughs) Father, we know you can do it. (laughs) So uh, the new program is, we've already done a number of uh, programs. We've recorded them, and they're going to be aired, I'm not sure the exact date yet, but it's going to be starting this month sometime on Catholic television. But they're also, in, in addition to that, they're going to go on to... Roku and Amazon Fire oh, wow. and YouTube okay. and so people can access them the everywhere. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic! Uh, the name of the program will be simply Journey from Darkness to Light, and Journey, the focus I like of it. the focus of the program is going to be almost exclusively on spiritual warfare okay. because it's oh, the wow. one area that we need right now, and people Absolutely, need to know Father. about it. And so the first shows we've done are how the demons get into you, even <sighs> at a very young age, even in the womb, mm-hmm. they can get in, and, oh, sure. and all the reasons why. And then we'll be doing other things, how they get in, you know, like habitual sin um, or getting involved in the occult. Mm-hmm. And so those are shows that we're still going to bring up doing. Uh, Father Greg Bramlage, who was here for a mission last yes. February, has already done two of the shows with me. And wow. um, hopefully he's coming back in September so we may get him to do some That's more in wonderful. October again. So hopefully if everything works out with the COVID, you know. So do, your, your show will air, will it be live? Uh, no, it's going to be recorded okay. uh, ahead of time. Um, but... Uh, we can't do live because we never know exactly, for example, when the Archbishop needs the cameras for something he's doing. <laughs> okay. you know, so this way we can do it and then they're aired. Yeah. Uh, and that's a perfectly normal situation. But um, it looks like uh, the last thing I heard was a possibility that it would be on uh, on Friday evenings at 7 and Wednesday mornings at 10.30, but that may change. Okay. I'd like them to move it off of Friday night because everybody goes out Friday night. <laughs> and the people who really want to watch it will be the ones who will be out. So... Uh, we'll see if we can work that out a little bit. But once it's on YouTube or I mean, the other, you can pick up any time you want. Amen. Yeah, well, we'll pray for that, yeah. Father. That's fantastic. Thank yes. you. Yeah, <laughs> and you can be sure that we're going to be under vicious attack yes, because absolutely. we're exposing the enemy. That's right. Absolutely. You know, that's a great point, and that's something that kind of connects to what we want to talk to you today because I know a lot of people who we're talking about the precious blood because m- the month of July is dedicated to the precious blood of Jesus. I know a lot of people who who know very much the power of the precious blood of Jesus, and a lot of their prayer is shaped around the idea that we are like literally praying the precious blood over things. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, so 
we knew you. Well, that's why we didn't tell you anything, Father, because we knew you would know how exactly <laughs> to talk about this. Yeah, that's why. It wasn't because we weren't prepared. <laughs> and would you start Your off maybe by saying, long, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so, well, there's so many directions we could go into. I mean, <clears throat> I was learning about things about the connection between the Mackian heart and the precious blood of Jesus. And we can talk about the mass and the, the body and the blood. We could talk about divine mercy and the red and the white rays. And, but, Maybe we start off, Father, by talking about, in particular, the the devotion to the precious blood. Maybe talk about about why why the precious blood mm-hmm. has in it everything necessary for the salvation of the Amen. world. Amen. It is, in fact, the very thing that won our salvation. Absolutely. You know? uh, as many of the great saints have pointed out, one drop of blood right. would have been enough to save the wow. entire world. You read my mind, Father. But he wouldn't have it as one right. drop. It had to be the whole thing. Right. He put out the last drop of his blood for us, you know. Wow. And the Father asked him to do that, and Mm -hmm. he did it because of obedience to the Father. I'm sure that in his humanness, he didn't really want to do all of that. (laughs) He did. He wanted to to love the Father. But in terms of his um, ability to uh, be, I think, agony in the garden, you know, do I really have to go through this? Is there some way? That was Satan tempting him. Mm -hmm. You know, to, to not do that. And he overcame the temptation as he always did, thank goodness. And then as pouring out his entire amount of blood for us, just is an incredible concept. Who would do that? You know, there, Scripture even says, oh, maybe there's an occasion, it might be somebody who, for the sake of a good person, would be willing to lay down their life. Mm-hmm. But how about who would lay down their life for sinners and people who hated them? Right, know? right. And, that's, and he did all of that. Um, and so the precious blood of Jesus is beyond anything we can comprehend. Right. First of all, just backing up a little bit, the blood in Jesus came from Mary. That's right. I'm so <laughs> glad you're mentioning just that, as Father. All, just as all the blood in don't your you children have come from you. Don't you think it's interesting that people don't think about that? No, I mean, they don't scientifically, biologically, we know mm. that the child's blood comes from the mother, right? Exactly. So wouldn't it make sense? Of course. So her, the blood of her immaculate heart is already in him right. at the moment he's conceived. And in that's the womb. so beautiful, Father. Isn't that beautiful? And so you can't have devotion to the precious blood right. without having, con- at the same time, tremendous devotion to the immaculate heart of Mary. Right. right. Because it was she who gave him his blood. His blood. And his blood, by the way, is type AB because we get that off the shot of yes. Turin, <laughs> which is the universal blood type. So it fits all people, you know. Right. And of course, if you read anything about the Eucharistic miracles that have been happening, and by the way, there's a number of wonderful programs on YouTube right now yes. about the different uh, miraculous uh, events that happen in the Eucharistic uh, miracles, you know, that we've seen in different places, including they have a beautiful one on uh, Lanciano. Yes. And whenever I speak about that, and I looked at the thing the other day, I said, everything they said is exactly what I've been saying, so I knew I was right on. Beautiful. And the same thing that happened in Lanciano also happened in Buenos Aires while our present Holy Father was bellship down there. Wow. Oh, and, I recently heard that story, Father. Yeah, I recently yeah. heard that story. And the only thing is, the the the, the, the findings were the same mm-hmm. by the scientists. Cause they, the one in Lanciano happened in 700. There wasn't right. any science back then, but the, they kept it. And it's still in its, its pristine still, condition. Yes. I often ask people, how long would, does it take a piece of hamburger on your counter mm-hmm. to turn black and smell? Right. About an hour. <laughs> right. This has been there 1,300 and some odd years. Wow. And it's exactly the way it was when it happened, you know. Amazing. And to, to realize, you know, that the, the host is still there. It's still flesh. Intact. It looks everything. like flesh. Uh-huh. And the blood is coagulated into five different clots, wow. different size clots. And when you put those clots on a microscopic scale, I mean a scientific scale, waste to the microgram, one clot or all five clots or any combination of them have exactly the same weight. Wait. Yes, I'd heard that. Wow. Say that again, Father, say that again. What did you say? One clot, uh-huh. all five together, uh-huh. or any combination of them have the exact same weight. Really? That's impossible scientifically. <laughs> you know, but not for God, it's not possible. Weight, you know. <laughs> But if it's totally the body blood of Jesus, of course it's going to weigh the same. <laughs> and they, they found exactly wow. the same thing uh, in, in Buenos Aires. The one thing that they found in, in Lanciano was that it it's, first of all, living myocardial tissue. Mm-hmm. So it's the heart of Jesus, and it is alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. The molecules are still moving around, and the white 
blood cells are still in there. The only thing that add, they added to that in the later version in Buenos Aires was that it comes from the left ventricle, wow. which is the one that pumps the blood mm-hmm. through the body. Okay. So it's the one that pumps Jesus' blood out into the world and to all of us. And on top of that, they were able to find that the heart tissue was maximally stressed. Oh, yes. Wow. The doctor who did it had no idea what it was he was searching for. Yeah, that's right. They didn't tell him, so he wouldn't be compromised. And he said, uh, whoever this was either had a massive heart attack right before this happened or the heart was incredibly stressed because they can tell that Mm -hmm. by the amount of white blood cells or something. Yeah, and some kind of chemical that I believe that 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 the body exudes. Yeah, and so they discovered all that. And all of it's just backing up the same things we've already known. And so this is an incredible concept we stop to think about it. Mm-hmm. And then when we come to the realization that the very blood that literally poured out of the wounds of Christ on Calvary mm-hmm. is the same thing that's at every Mass. Yes. Uh, that alone, it's, Father? It's so big to wrap. You it can't is. wrap your head around it. It's amazing. I mean, I've known it up here for years. <laughs> up in my head, you know, I've, I've, I know all the Theology of transubstantiation, all the rest. But for the last, since I've been doing it, especially since I've been doing the devotion to the precious blood, which has been mm-hmm. the last couple of years, um, I especially am aware at the moment of the consecration, uh, uh, when the consecration of the bread, and I know that I'm holding the living, beating heart of Jesus in my hand. And I know that at that very moment, the Blessed Mother, St. John, all the angels all the, are right there in the sanctuary. <laughs> Absolutely. Surrounding the old altar. That I know up here. I don't see it, but I know it's true. But I'm holding this beating, living heart of Jesus in my hand, and I, you know, it gives me a moment like that where I just ask him, take me into I know, your right? heart. Take me into your heart so that right. I don't ever have anything other than your heart in, in me. Right. And I do that at every Mass. And if you've, you haven't been to my Mass, I don't think, but uh, after each of the elevations, I kneel for a while. Mm. And I, I say the prayer that uh, Jesus gave to uh, Conchita, you know, uh, oh, wow. which is, Jesus, Savior of all people. Jesus. Jesus, Savior. Savior. Because well, yeah. yeah. you're not celebrating. Because I'm not too celebrating. But anyway, um, you know, so you're asking Jesus, Savior of all people, save them all. You know, and you do that. I did about six times. And then you, you do the same thing with a cup of blood. And you realize that this is the very blood that poured out of his heart on Calvary. Mm-hmm. It's the same. And people kind of laugh that way and say, well, it really is kind of just a representation of it. No, no. it is really it. Yeah. You know, This is really his blood. You know, Pour during out. times of adoration, uh, Eucharistic adoration, you know, it's, it's as if you know, we have all this head knowledge. Yeah. And every so often it dips down a little mm-hmm. bit, for me, into the heart. And, and uh, kind right. of like, I kind of like... Yeah, it's... Whoosh, I mean, it's so yeah. amazing that it's we get to, to partake Beyond our comprehension. Yes. And what it does to me is real, come to the realization is you're... After 54 years, you'd think I would have been like this the whole 54 years of my priesthood. But no, you're not. You know, but he just reveals more and it's more and so more to you. It's so much to absorb, right? And so they, he, of all the people, he picked me to do this. You know, it's like, oh, my God. You know, it's like, it's beyond comprehension. Right. Hey, Chris Remmert is paying attention to you right now. Just letting you know. Say that? Chris Remmert is listening Yay! to you right now. Hey, we love you, Chris. Chris, good to see you. Talk to you there. God bless you. Thank you. So, Father, maybe you explain, because I know you mentioned... Well, we were talking about COVID and stuff like that. Okay, so there's a lot of people who, I mean, we're just getting back to Holy Mass, right? I'm sure you're seeing a little bit of, thanks be to God, increase in attendance, and hopefully people are, are much, you know, weighing, um, you know, the challenges. And I know there's many people who still can't, but for those of us who are, are beginning to attend Holy Mass again, you know, there's there's much discussion, and a priest is constantly called to to teach his sheep the theology behind the separation of the body and blood and what the blood means as far as the it's the life source and then also the idea that the eucharist so some people are very used to receiving under both species Mm. but now we can't for obvious reasons we need to be reminded that the 
the whole of Christ, buddy, body, blood, soul, so, and divinity in, are are encapsulated in, in, in the Eucharist, right? Yeah, so maybe you speak a little bit about that because I think right well, now in this weird time, the, people are thinking about stuff yeah, like that. People have asked me about that in the past. You know, how come we can't get the blood of Jesus? And you, you do. You do. Because <laughs> if the blood of Jesus is not in the host, then you're eating a cadaver. Right. Uh-huh. And no. it's dead. And it's dead. Because the blood is the life but, source, right? But this is not true. You know, this is the whole body, blood, soul, and right. So you get it under each species. So you are getting the blood as much as you are getting the body. Uh, that's for sure. The reason that there's a separation mm-hmm. is because on Calvary, mm-hmm. there was a separation right. of his blood and then his death. Mm-hmm. So it symbolizes the death. And that's why Jesus, at the Last Supper... Mm-hmm consecrated the bread at that part of the Seder, before the meal, actually, right. prior to the meal, where you break the bread and pass it out. Uh-huh. And as he did that, because the, the father of the family, the one who's the head at the table, well, in this case it was Jesus, tears the, they, they use basically what we call pita bread today, which is the mm-hmm. same unleavened bread, but they, um, he would tear that and they would pass it to each person. It's a kind of a sharing. Okay. It's almost like the, uh, the Polish... Um, Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of, of, of uh, a potic at, at, at... I can't uh, remember what it's called. <laughs> I know what yeah. you're talking about, though. It's, it's the, uh, they do it at the Christmas Eve yes. celebration. Yes. It's called oh. a, a potic. And uh, what they do is you, you have... A, it looks like a host, almost the same thing, but shaped differently, but it's the same kind of bread. And each person goes around and tears a piece off and gives it to the other person. They give it to them and ask forgiveness for any oh, way I've ever wow. hurt you during the past year, is that would you forgive me for anything for this past year? So it's a binding wow. for the family. It's very similar to that. So Jesus at that point, then they ate the meal, uh-huh. and then after the meal, there's what they call the third ritual cup. There's four ritual cups during the meal. Uh-huh. The third ritual cup is the cup of benediction. I know that from Scott Hahn. Yes. <laughs> yes, Scott Hahn's the fourth, the fourth cup, yeah. yeah. But Jesus didn't drink of the fourth cup. Because that was going to happen the next day. Right. <laughs> and that's why he said, the second last word he said on the cross is, it's, yes. it's finished. This is it now. Wow. This is the fourth cup, but it's done. At any rate, it's, Scott Hunt clarifies that very yes. beautifully. Uh-huh. beautiful. Beautifully. Book. But uh, the point is that at the Mass, uh, at the Seder meal, they're separated mm-hmm. by the dire distance of a meal. And that's a cup of blessed benediction. And at that time, he said, this is the cup of my blood mm-hmm. poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Mm-hmm. Do this in memory of me. I'm going to go off your side just, just a moment. What did he mean when he said, do this? Two things, and I think sometimes we miss it. The first thing is that, yes, we should continue to celebrate the Eucharist, continue to do what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So that was the moment of ordination for the apostles who were sitting there. But in addition to that, what he said earlier, this is my... uh, my body broken for you Mm -hmm. do this do what break open the bread of Mm -hmm. your life and then later pour out the blood of your life for one another Mm -hmm. exactly what happened on the road to Emmaus which is Luke's version of church okay two guys are talking they're commiserating they're opening their hearts with one another pouring out their grief do you believe three years down the drain this is you know we believe that he was, <laughs> and he's gone. And it's, you know, so they're on their way to the, right. Las, the Las Vegas of uh, Israel at the time, which was called <laughs> <laughs> on the way to Emmaus, you know. And um, they were going to party, I guess, and get, get rid of the bad memories. When Jesus appears where? Between them. Mm-hmm. Kingdom of God is in your midst, or the actual translation in the Hebrew is between you. So wherever two people are together, Jesus is standing in the middle. And they relate to him the brokenness of their hearts. Right. Then he opens up his heart and pours out to them all of the scriptures that revealed who the Messiah was Beautiful. to be and what he was going to do. And then when they got to Emmaus and they invited him in to sit down, he took and he broke bread. Right. Now he liturgized what just happened on the road. Yes. Where he they poured out their the blood of their life and the mm-hmm. bread of their love for one another to commiserate with one another. Jesus poured out his love and his brokenness for him, right. for them. And then he liturgized it. Yes. You know, by saying Mass, the first Mass after the Last Supper was said there in Emmaus. So, Father, I'm going to take you on a different direction just for a second because everything you're saying is setting off different ideas know, in my just... mind. Because, because the concept <laughs> of the precious blood is so 
wide reaching and mm-hmm. you're talking about how he he broke open the scriptures i mean everything about their lives changed with that with that talk on the way to mass and then and then, and then the hearts burning with celebrating us. the mass yeah. okay so i want your take on this because this is so interesting to me and i've heard many people like deacon harold burke sivers mm-hmm. mention you know we have a we have a fascination with blood in our culture we have a fascination with seeing as much blood as we can in the movies and and you know taking uh for granted that it is the source of life and it it is you know so intimately related to our souls and our spiritual life because it's the blood of Christ that's spilled for us and and I remember Deacon Harold mentioning the whole idea that he thinks that why people are so fascinated with the culture of vampires and why that crazy series was twilight was so loved by everybody is because people are looking for the flesh and blood that they find in the Eucharist and the Holy Mass. And it's the same kind of concept. Like we're, we're subconsciously aware that we need the precious blood, that we need the body of Christ that contains everything in it. And we're reaching out in these horrible, really mm. satanic and blasphemous mm. ways. And yet you're explaining that it, it, incorporates every single thing about everything that Jesus is to us and all that the world is based on. The precious blood is such a, a all-encompassing devotion, right? Right, and I think the one thing that we sometimes don't realize is at the concert, at the uh, offertory of the Mass, now we haven't been doing it lately because of the right, COVID, because, but uh, in the nor- when the pers- offertory procession comes up, the the aisle, and, the, up uh-huh. and there's a, uh, a bowl of broken bread Okay. hosts and a flagon of wine. Your guardian angel is taking all the ways that you have broken the bread right. of your life and poured out the blood of your love for your right. family, for your neighbors, for your friends, for anybody, everybody, and he's taking all of that and putting it in that cup with a, with a broken host. Right. And then all the ways that you poured out the blood of your love for each other by laying down your lives for one right. another, literally, which you do in marriage, of course, and as uh-huh. parents all the time, that's brought up in a procession, if we could see it, we'd see this immense procession of all these angels coming up right. to the altar and putting it in that thing. <laughs> and then the priest takes Beautiful. that and lifts it up and offers it to the Lord. Right. And then turns it into the body and blood of Jesus and gives it back to you to strengthen you to continue what you're doing to the so next. So beautiful. I mean, it's <laughs> incredible concept. And that's Luke's model of church. Luke, for church is that. Church right. isn't what happens, basically, I'll get fired for this, I'm sure. <laughs> Church is not what happens in the big building on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Her church is what happens in your home. It happens in the domestic church. Right. Then you bring all the domestic churches together and you bring that offering up. Yes. And then it forms the larger church. But the larger church has already happened. This is just, we're celebrating it together. Right. We hope most people are. But some people are just there out of obligation. Right. They're not there because they've broken any bread at all. Right. But if we could see what's going on at that time, if you could see at the consecration that the entire church fills with all of the heavenly hosts, all okay. the angels, the blessed mother, all the saints. They're all there <laughs> worshiping the Lord. So glorious. It's so glorious. It, amen. Amen. It's true. And the more I keep thinking of that, that keeps staying down longer and longer. I'm going to have to right. get a crane to get up one of these days. But um, it's one of those <laughs> things where you begin to understand what this is really all about. And then that gift of the precious blood, which is given to us in Eucharistic form, and fills us as we on a daily basis, call upon that precious blood to cover us, to keep us safe. I always... So talk about that, Father, because I've actually heard people, and and I've done it on many occasions, where you literally say, in in any time, you need confidence, you need Mm. prayer, you want to praise God. You tell... What do you do? You offer... You I, say, I, I invite the precious blood of Jesus yeah, to be washed over everything. What do Jesus you say? Says, Cover me today and keep me safe from all the powers Cover of me. darkness. Right. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. People have asked me about this. I say, okay, just remember the last time you went to Dairy Queen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you got, took a turn. you got one of those soft, icy cones. Oh, you, the dipped cone. Uh, dip well, yeah. that's a fabulous analogy, And it up with this father. crust on the outside. Yes. That's what the precious blood does for Beautiful. us. Beautiful. Puts it and Satan I'm just never bounces gonna think off about of Dairy Queen at all. Ever again a dipped cone. Those are my favorite. Wasn't meant to be a commercial for Dairy Queen, but <laughs> But that's such a great analogy, it is, Father. It is. I think, you know, it's good because I think people so. seem and to it, grasp and it. And it includes chocolate, so that's always a good a lot of people so love that. What you do is if you are covering yourself with the blood of Jesus every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Then Satan 
when he tries to attack you, is going to kind of bounce off bounce of that right because off. that's yes. the blood of Mary. Right. And she, he can't stand being anywhere around that's her. That's right. She, he runs like crazy he if she's around at all. And so you're covering with the precious blood every day. And there's a lot of wonderful, beautiful prayers out there, there that can are, help you Father, to do that. There are. I was, uh, while we were preparing for the program today, I was just looking up this one. There is a thing out there called the Association of the Precious Blood. The you can just blood. look it up. Mm-hmm. Association, it's, it's based out of Tallahassee, Florida, where I used to be stationed. Um, but you can email them at preciousbloodamerica at yahoo.com. Beautiful. Or their website is www.preciousbloodinternational.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, Precious Blood International is capitalized. Uh, just the first letter is capitalized. And you, it'll give you all the information. Yes, and there are a ton of beautiful devotions within the devotion because you're talking about well, um, in this particular, what is it, Thursday night and meditating mm-hmm. on him being in the Garden of Gethsemane. And wow. just, it's I just, glorious. Just, just to run through this very quick because I have the little booklet that somebody mm-hmm. gave me, one of my team members gave me, my prayer partner. And um, I've been using it on a pretty regular basis. You can't do the whole thing at one time. Be, it takes you weeks to go through the whole thing. It's long involved, yes, it is. But the first part about it is Pope John, uh, St. John uh, 23rd speaks about the precious oh, yes. blood in the opening of it. Mm-hmm. And then it shows you how to pray the devotion. But then there's the Holy Rosary, the Litany of the Blessed Mother, then the Chaplet of the Precious Blood. That's what I'm saying every day, uh, especially during July. Right. Because I dipped off of it for a little while because I was so busy with other things, but... I said, no, it's July, it's precious, but i got to do this every day. Yes, I don't care how many days I have to stay up, but I'm going to get it done before yes. I do <laughs> So you do the, it takes, Chapter of Precious, but it takes me about 20 minutes, maybe yeah. 25 okay. minutes, you know, to run through that. You can do it slower if, you're, if you want to be more pious about it. Uh, then there's the litany of the precious, but, and the consecration to the precious, but all mm. that is part of the, of the uh, chaplet that I do. And, and within one of those, there's the meditations on the five wounds, right, Father? Yes. You talk about, you know, the left hand yes, and the, that's the right consecration. foot and all that. Yes, and what it's happens so on the, beautiful. Yeah, on the blood coming from the right hand, yes. the left hand, the right foot, left foot, and side. And if you want some beautiful inspiration, Father, there are glorious, sacred art is just mm. tremendous, uh, showing Jesus on the on the cross with angels, with chalices, collecting mm. the precious blood. I'm I'm reminded of the beautiful images uh, in the in the movie The Passion of the Christ, where Our Lady is is weeping at the foot of the cross, and she goes to his feet. And she kisses his feet, and when she pulls back, she has blood. his precious blood on her yeah. lips. I'm reminded of the scene after the scourging where she and Mary Magdalene go and start with their veils um, sopping up the precious blood of Jesus. If you want imagery, yeah. if you want imagery to grow yeah. in devotion to the precious blood of Jesus, there is a lot out mm. there. Well, they Absolutely. realize how precious it is, and not to lose a drop of it. And know? for those Absolutely. people watching us on Facebook right now, I have that image that you looked up, Julie, uh, on the precious blood of Jesus. I'm not sure where that image came from. Absolutely, but it's, it's just a there's so image. many. Beautiful um, images of sorry. of angels collecting the blood of Jesus, of of it washing over people, of it pouring out from every wound. And the one thing I, I tell people all the time: we have no comprehension, right, what Jesus actually suffered on the mm-hmm. Passion. Right. Every picture you've ever seen has been every movie sympathized. you'll ever see does not do it justice. The closest right. was the Passion of the Christ, although the, the whipping scene in there was way overdone yeah. compared to what it was. I have disagree been. with you, Father. I think <laughs> it was probably much worse than that. No, well, I, I think it was worse much in worse than sense, that. But the the Roman flagrum would not have had all those metal pieces yeah. and stuff on it. They never did that. They had little bones, uh, like animal bone, that would cut, and then they had little like little barbells, little tiny little barbells with mm-hmm. the thing, so it would leave terrible bruises. That was all it would be on the Roman flag. There was only three three straps on the on the flag. But just think of the blood, Father, oh, all the yeah. blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it did because it would tear. It would go wrap around and it would pull it back. It would slice. But Ugh. we have no comprehension. Right. Every picture we've ever seen has been antisepticized. And if you actually saw it the way it was, you probably would faint dead on the spot. Mm-hmm. I'm serious about that. Oh, it was I'm sure. awful. And Mary had to witness all of that, along with yes. Mary Magdalene and with uh, John. John. But... We, if I don't think the Lord is anxious that we get into the goriness of it as much as to understand what He went through. Right. For each one of us, if we were the only person ever created and we had sinned, He would have done the same thing. <laughs> Amazing. It's beyond comprehension. In That's the right. in the little book that you can get from this association, by the way, they have the uh, it says the consecration to the precious blood, the consolation prayers. There's that there's yes. seven of those. And then adoration prayers, and then the anguished appeals. These are just heartbreaking wow. when you read them. And the mystical prayers, which I love. I've, I've put those together into a small book, which I'm going to eventually print out. You know, it, right. it, but it'll be, it'll be you know, eight and a half by uh, uh, five and a half, whatever it is. 
They'll come out in booklet form eventually. I'm hoping to get it by prayer group if we ever get the prayer group going again. But then you also have reparation prayers to the Eternal Father, prayer for the divine praise and adoration, reparation prayers to the precious blood, the original prayer of St. Michael, powerful invocation of protection, prayers for the new Israel, which is, you know, the church, atonement for the crown of thorns, prayer for the control of the tongue, (laughs) we all need that, crown of thorns (laughs) offering, blessing of the Archangel Michael, a third third, um, um, Thursday, there's a thing on the third Thursday, which is um, of, of every month to spend time with the Lord Jesus. And there's also that beautiful thing that you mentioned earlier in there. There's more to it. I want to go through it, all of it. But um, the um, when you there's a time when you can actually spend, if you want to do it, all three hours from 12 midnight to 3 yes, in the morning. Uh-huh. I usually can't do that because I have to be up early for Mass or something, so I never make that. So mm-hmm. I try to do it a little bit earlier if I can. But there's prayers you know, to, to just be with Jesus in the garden. Right. Could you not watch one hour with me, you know? Right. And um, so all of those are fantastic, and they just, and you can get them just for that thing I just uh, Right, you can look the, online so, and find Association of Precious Blood, that's absolutely. all it is. Absolutely. It's in Tallahassee, Florida, but you can send to them, and they'll, they'll send it to you. Um, it's not very expensive. It's just a little spiral-bound book. It's only about... Sure. You know, so big. Wow. Anyway. But uh, it's fantastic. One. I think we have one. We have one. I was yes. looking at okay, it this good. morning. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was reading through it this morning. But if we had any comprehension about the power that's even in one drop of that blood, right? You know, we receive it at Eucharist on Sunday if when we're able again to do the um, the uh, on both species. But you just realize, you know, we take a mouthful of that and realize, you know, that it's just one drop of that. We take it so for, we take it for granted so much, Father. I mean, it's and if we could just understand it more fully, and why we would devote a whole month, you know, to just honoring the precious blood of Jesus. It's incomprehensible. Yeah. Incomprehensible. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't comprehend it. We should do our very best yeah. to, especially in our time of Eucharistic adoration. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, it'll just make you go, it'll blow you away and draw you closer you could to Jesus. You spend 500 years in adoration and <laughs> never begin yeah. to comprehend all of this. Yeah. And what's behind all of it is, I'm not so focused on the blood as blood. Right. What, what behind all of that is the incredible unconditional love of the Father for us, who we often see as a judge right. and an angry old man. He's none of those. <laughs> none at all. In fact, he wrote, we gave a, back in the uh, 100 years ago or so, said one of the visionaries said, will you please tell him to stop painting me as an old man? I'm not an old man. You know, <laughs> That's the only version we have of Father, I guess. But uh, the unconditional love in his heart that he would ask right. his only son, you wouldn't right. ask any of your children to go through that. Right. Oh, yes. Under any circumstances. And yet he did. Right. Because of his love for us. And then Jesus, who was totally obedient to the Father, and did it, yes, out of the same love. And do we have any wonder then why his mercy is so fantastic? You know, the mercy is boundless. Absolutely. But I got to tell you, without pouring cold water on all this, (laughs) the days of his mercy are... Are come coming to, to an, an end. end. <laughs> you can say, Father, I like the truth. I'm not, I like the say, truth. I'm not saying how soon, but it's coming. Right. Uh oh. It's so important. There's Jesus it, calling. Well, doesn't the church teach that you always yes, should Lord, be ready? I, maybe, I, I got you, Lord. Yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'll mention that. <laughs> uh, doesn't doesn't the church teach that you should always try to be ready because you never know when the thief is coming in the night, right? You exactly. never know when it is your time. And just because it feels crazy right now and somewhat apocalyptic. You have to remember that the end will come for each one of us. Sure. The apocalypse will happen for you when God decides. And, you, and oh, you don't, It's not about necessarily being here for the second coming oh, of Christ, but when oh, he calls you, that's the end of the world for you. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully pray that that happens before the... Right, the absolutely. Day. I'm learning more and more that it's probably better to not be around when that happens. <laughs> but I think those of us, in all seriousness, not about all of this. Absolutely. Those of us who have devotion, respectfully to the Holy Family. Right. We've talked about that before. And have a great devotion to the blood of Jesus. We will be protected during those times. Right. We will be kept safe. Right. And, and, and the Lord promises his protection over us. And Mary's mantle will be over us. By the way, just speaking of that for a moment, I'm not sure if you're aware of it, but um, on the same, uh, on that website we talked about earlier, uh, Queen of Peace Media, which okay. is connected to the oh. count, Countdown to the Kingdom. Okay. Uh, Christine Watkins, who wrote the book, The Warding, she has another 
book with a workbook out on a consecration to Mary's mantle. It is beyond to Mary's incredible. mantle. Mantle. Oh, beautiful! Incredible. Evidently, there's a there's a, um, a custom in Mexico. Uh, I don't know how new it is or old it is, but they begin on a certain day and go from house to house, and somebody makes the mantle off the image of the, mm-hmm. but make it just plain. Okay. Just so it's just plain that kind of greenish color, and then they go from house to house and they do these prayers that are in this book. Mm-hmm. Unbelievably beautiful prayers. Meditations, you know, for us. I don't know if Christine wrote them, and if she did, I'm just... She's one of the best theologians I've ever written, but it's so simple and so beautiful. And then there's a little work that you can work out and, and do your own uh, writing in that if you want to do that. And then at the as the end of that evening, they will take one gold star that they've made and sew it onto the mantle. Oh, wow. Oh, how pretty. There's 46 stars mm-hmm. on Mary's mantle. So this goes on for 46 days. And at the end, you do a consecration. I wow. just did it last week. Wow. And along with my prayer partner and I and her her uh, daughter did it. So it was a, b- a beautiful consecration. And it just is so incredibly uplifting. Because Mary's mantle, I pay for that as well as the precious but I pay for her mantle to cover me all day long. Absolutely. Because as I'm working in the office every day with demons, because I'm mostly doing deliverance. That's not your co-worker. She's not talking <laughs> about you. She just want to I'm make it real. i myself. So <laughs> I know. But it's, uh, you know, working with... Um, the people who are were getting delivered from things sure, that, or sure. minor spirits are within them. We're getting set free from generational curses, especially Freemasonry and things of wow. that nature, because that makes a big difference in people's mm-hmm. lives when they do that. I think we need to do a show on Freemasonry. I think we do, too. By the way, there is a fantastic website out there that you can go to. Now, I, for the most part, i got to be honest with you, I do not like Church Militant all that much. I think uh-huh. it does a lot of damage to the church. Although what they say is probably true, but we don't need to dare air all the dirty laundry. <laughs> That's just not necessary. We should be praying instead. But the same guy, Michael Voris, did a fantastic, almost two-hour long I've seen thing it, on the Freemasonry. Free yes. And just simply very F- involved. FBI, Detailed. all three letters capitalized. That has nothing to do with the Federal Bureau of Investigation. It's free, <laughs> faith-based initiative, whatever. Uh-huh. FBI. <laughs> Freemasonry. That's so funny that you it mentioned that, Father. I, I was very interested in learning about Freemasonry, and it was know. very informative. Very I agree. Informative. And that, it's old. Like, the documentary is kind of old. It's been around for a it's while, been right? Old, but it's still true. Everything yeah. about it mm-hmm. is true. And uh, it's incredible if you want to know about that, because it's one of the most dangerous things in our culture. And if you don't think that all this nonsense that's going on in our culture right mm-hmm. now, all the, the paring down of the... Of the you know, monuments and all of right. the throwing bricks and hitting oh, the... Oh, yeah, Father. All of that is funded by the it's Freemasons. It's all connected. That's it's right. It's all funded by Freemasons. Trust mm-hmm. me. I'm, wow. sure, I'm sure we'll get letters. But Isn't it beautiful, though, Father? Sure. Let's think about this. And Okay, so the church is the universal church, right? And we know God's providence is over everything. We know his will allows... Uh, um, uh, he either wills it or he allows it, and God is in control of everything. And look how beautiful you went from... We were talking about the precious blood to the beautiful mantle of Our Lady to the need for protection against things such as Freemasonry. I mean, there's a bazillion topics we could oh, talk yeah. about because our faith <clears throat> is all-encompassing in that God has all the answers and he has He has built the one holy Catholic and apostolic church to have those answers. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important in this day and age where everyone is really struggling. I mean... This is where the rubber hits the road, and I've said it. I've said it many times now because we're in weird times, and it's really becoming very evident. You need to be with God at all times. Be be aware of what He teaches, what 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 our Lord wants from you. Struggle towards holiness because now is the time. You no longer can straddle the fence. You mm-hmm. no longer can be lukewarm. You have to decide. I am Catholic. I follow the church teachings wholeheartedly. What I don't understand, I accept and I struggle towards understanding. And God will give you the grace, right? And if you do things like praying the precious blood over yourself and your family, wrapping yourself in Our Lady's mantle, recognizing that there is spiritual uh, combat going on all over the place. It is so good for you to mention all those things because that... Sort of ties everything up in a, a bow. What a commercial for my new television show. And that when you said that, I thought, well, that's and you're right. Everyone is very interested in that. Why? Because we see it on a colossal well, basis right the, now. Then when they asked me to do my my own program, they wanted another program. They wanted, <clears> and I, but they didn't tell me any topic. Just you pick whatever. Wow. It, it did take me ten seconds. Right. This is what we because need you see it on the front lines, do. right, Father? You all see it every time. day, all the time. Right. 
And there's so many people in our culture who are misled right. or are just culturally adapted to things. They don't know that they're filling themselves right. with demons in right. the process, but we've got to teach them right. and then show them how to get free from it. Right. And so we need to pray. We need to pray that more priests will become aware of this and be willing sure. to step into the, into Absolutely, the battle. Absolutely, Father. Right. And we need to remind everybody else, well, to not be afraid, uh, mm-hmm. to learn these things, learn these, learn these, uh, uh, prayers, these tools that are, that the church provides for us, uh, to protect ourselves, to protect our loved ones, to protect our families. And then, as Julie was saying, uh, we need to run towards holiness, seek holiness, run right. towards Jesus, right. uh, and, and, and embrace all the teachings of the church. Right. Uh, if we struggle with some of them, ask for the Holy Spirit to help us. Uh, for clarification. So well, you we know, can... the, the, something I Very said good. in my homily yesterday uh, fits right in here perfectly, just do as quickly as I can. We have the idea in America that anything that restricts us is evil. And so laws... Oh, yes. Are, all, mm-hmm. And I was saying in, the, in my homily yesterday exactly the opposite, because Jesus was talking about this right. in the gospel. It's when we accept law, the right law, especially divine law, divine that law. we're freed. right. And uh, when I was teaching high school many years ago, uh, and I was teaching this particular topic in our junior class, uh, and I was mentioning about, you know, that laws free us. The kids right. looked at me like I had three heads. Yeah. And they were saying, no, 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 father, father. you got all these laws, and you cannot, you shout, you can't do this, you can't do right, right, that. Right, right, that's not That's not freedom that binds us. I said, oh, is that right? Well, you've all driven to school today, because we had no school buses, and they were fairly wealthy. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say, Father. So supposing, supposing while you're in school today, they took down all the traffic lights and all the right. stop signs. How long will it take you to get home tonight? Right. And then <laughs> the light bulb went on. You know, like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, I get it. Yeah, God's law frees you because it's his GPS to get you to the kingdom. That's right. That's right. So you're, here, you're traveling from San Antonio to Dallas, and the little voice comes out and says, in 300 feet, turn right on I-35 <laughs> North, and you say... You're not telling me what to do, and you turn left and go to Dallas by way of Seattle. (laughs) You know, it's going to cost you ten times more, and you may never get there. The law is freeing us, us, and God is there pulling us and protecting us and watching over us and guiding us with his Holy Spirit. Well, Father, we have about 40 seconds left, (laughs) uh, maybe, yeah, 40 seconds from now. If you would close us out in a prayer with a blessing, but make it a little bit, a little bit, uh, I know you'll do that. All right. Loving Father, we thank you for the many graces and blessings and pouring out upon us the blood of your Son, Jesus, and the holy mantle of Mary around us. We ask you to protect us, keep us safe, and protect us by those precious instruments today and every day of our life. May the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend on all of you and remain with you forever. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. It was a great discussion. uh, Thank you so much for your time, Father. We'll be promoting everything you're doing. God bless you. Looking forward to uh, next month and uh, and your show. We pray the precious blood of Jesus over you, Father. May God bless you. Yes. Thank you. Amen. For those of y'all, we'll be tuning in. Going more on Facebook. We'll be right back with more Rise and Walk. Thanks for listening to Rise and Walk with Richard and Julie Reyna. To listen or watch again, go to iTunes or visit the Guadalupe Radio Network Facebook page. Have a question or comment? Email us at riseandwalk at grnonline.com. And make sure to join us next week for another episode of Rise and Walk. Discover Jesus the Man at our Meet the Master virtual presentation in July. This monthly Saturday morning of reflection will be accessible through our website events calendar by clicking on the listing, July 11th, Jesus' Peace. The presentation will begin at 9.30 a.m. Handouts will be available for download. To find out more, call 210-521-3377. Our website is pilgrimcenterofhope.org. Pilgrim Center of Hope, guiding people to Christ. Are you a physician, and would you like to faithfully invest according to your Catholic principles? George Weigel said, Catholicism is not a hobby. Catholicism is not a lifestyle choice. Catholicism is a way of life, a life lived in obedience of faith. We won't be the church of the new evangelization without embracing the truth. If you'd like more information on investing your hard-earned money in accordance with our Catholic faith, please call the Von Dolan Konofsky Financial Group for your financial needs. They can be reached at 210-344-3221.
Fullness of Truth invites you to the 14th Annual Summer Catholic Family Conference, August 21st through the 23rd at the beautiful and family-friendly Hyatt Regency Hill Country Resort and Spa in San Antonio. This year's theme is Radical Discipleship, Evangelization in the Real World. Featured speakers include Father Donald Calloway, Father Ken Geraci, Mark Hart, Hallie Lord, Annie Hickman, and Jesse Romero. Registration is now open. Visit fullnessoftruth.org. That's fullnessoftruth.org. A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. This is KJMA 89.7 FM. Floresville, San Antonio. Also streaming the truth to the world at grnonline.com. It's food for the immortal soul. All day and all night.